bros. It's time for that hero stuff, bro. That hero stuff. Oh, how are you doing on the day of today? This is James Hall, and welcome to Restoring Heroes. Real biblical manhood in a counterfeit world. Oh, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I got a whole lot to say in a little bit of time. So I need you to keep your ears peeled. Can you do that for me? I believe you can. All right, all right, all right, all right, heroes, heroes, heroes. If you've been listening for the past, this is going to be the sixth podcast talking about a third podcast talking about escaping the system. Last week's podcast, we talked about Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Syndrome, which is you fall in love with your captor. People resist Jesus Christ because they fell in love with darkness. They fell in love with Satan. They fell in love with the sin. So they resist Jesus Christ when Jesus Christ is the key to escaping the system. Jesus Christ is the key to escaping their oppression. Jesus Christ is the key to escaping their depression, their anxieties. Jesus Christ is the key, but some people, some people don't want to hear that from Jesus because they fell in love with their captor. Even though the captor is abusing them, they fell in love with the captor. And, uh, and that's what we talked about last week. Now this week, we're going to talk about rage against the machine. Oh, we're going to rage against the machine. If you really want to help the captives be free and escape the, the system, oh, you have to fight back. You have to rage against the machine. Are you ready to do that? I believe you are. Let's go turn our Bibles. I hope you got your swords handy because we're doing a whole lot of page flipping today. We're going to Jude chapter four. Uh, chapter. There's only one chapter in Jude. So we're going to Jude verse three, Jude verse three. Let me get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And boom. Jude verse three, it says, beloved, although I was very eager to write you, uh, to write to you about your common um, salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing uh, to you to contend for the faith that was once all delivered for all that was once for all delivered to the saints. Verse four, for certain people have crept into unnoticed who long ago were designated for the condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our Lord, I mean, our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I have two different translations in my brain. I'm reading out of the ESV, but I have the King James Version in my brain sometimes. You do that sometimes, I do that, and I mess up every time I do that. So let's go back to um, our, our scripture for this series. Our scripture for this particular series, it is in Luke Luke chapter four, and it says this, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He set, he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, to recover the sight, recover, 
the recovering to the recovering of sight and I'm sorry and the recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This is the mission. This was the mission. This is the mission of Jesus Christ to set free the oppressed, to set liberty, to set free the, uh, the, 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 the captive, right? To open the blind eyes, to preach the gospel to the poor in spirit, which is all of us, right? To be a hospital to the sick, right? Like you told the Pharisees, this is the mission of Jesus Christ. But Satan is in the system. Satan don't want that. So when, when Jude talks about contending for the faith, who are we contending against? You feel me? We're contending against the oppressors. We're contending against the captors. Who are they? Who are they? Okay. So the, the captors... And let's say, let's say these three things. There's Satan, there's the world, and there's our flesh. Those are the things that keep us captive to darkness. Satan, the world, and the flesh. And let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. So we go rage against the machine. We go rage against the machine. But we have to remember who we're fighting against. We're fighting against Satan in the system. The way to really, the way to escape the system through Jesus Christ, through the gospel. But because of that, we have to contend for the faith. We have to be, we have to rage. We have to fight a good warfare. Like it says in 1 Timothy. We have to fight a good warfare. In 1 Timothy, it says, it says, this I entrust to you, Timothy, my, my child, according to, I mean, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that I may, um, blah, blah, that by them you may rage a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. Paul was is is commending is telling uh, Timothy to wage a good warfare, and he, he adds on to that in his second letter in Second Timothy. In Second Timothy, he says, "I told you it's going to be a whole lot of sword play right now." In Second Timothy, it says, chapter two. It says, you then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and that you and sorry, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrusted to faithful men who will be able to teach others also share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No soldier gets entangled with civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who entrusted him. I mean, enlisted him, the one that enlisted him. So uh, Jude is telling us to contend for the faith. Then Paul is saying, wage a good warfare. And he also adds being a good soldier who suffers like a good soldier, who's not entangled with the, 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 the civilian pursuits. If you could take civilian as people that are not in the way of the Lord, people that are not Christian, people that are not um, following Jesus Christ. 
Then he says, he says, fight the good fight in Timothy. Then he also says, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So who are we contending against? We're contending against Satan. Let's, let's do Let's work on, let's work on that a little bit. Let's work on that a little bit. And Satan is in the system, which was the series before that. We talked about uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. And it says, finally, brother, um, it says, Fasi, finally, my brethren is in King James Version. But this now says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we wrestle not, listen to this, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against cosmic, uh, against the cosmic power over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. We are raging a war. We are contending against, we are a good soldier in a war against Satan and his schemes and his lies and his systems that he put in place. We are, we are against Satan who first uh, tempted Adam and Eve. He went to Eve and said, did God really say the accuser of the brethren, the father of lies, we stand in contention against all and every work of Satan. We stand in contention against the maker and creator of this thing we call the world. And not, not creator of the world, like in God created the world. I'm talking about the world systems. We, stay in, we stand in contention to the world systems. Now, I said, Satan, let's go to 1 John. Let's go to 1 John. Because this is where the rubber meets the road, people. This is where the rubber meets the world. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. And it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. For anyone, I mean, sorry. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. All that is in the world, the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's how I memorize it, so bear with me. All that is in the world, those things. So Satan, because Adam gave up his position with passivity, with, with not standing strong on what God said. Because he gave up a position, Satan now rules in the air, uh, the prince of the power of the air. That's what the Bible says. So God, he rules, Satan rules in those areas. I hope you're following me. And because of that, all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And if you look at in, in uh, Luke chapter four, before Jesus even goes in the synagogue, he is in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. And look at what Satan tries to offer to Jesus. Luke chapter four, look what Satan tries to offer to Jesus. Look at those things. And then compare them to John, uh, first John chapter uh, two. 
It says, I'm sorry. Oh, it says that, and Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit returned from Jordan and was led by, by the spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. He, and he ate nothing during those days. And when uh, they were ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered him, it is written, man shall not eat, I mean, shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment's time. And he said to him, to you, I will give all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will be yours. And Jesus answered him, you shall worship the Lord your God and only him shall you serve. You see that? He was hungry, the lust of the flesh. He took him up in a mountain and you was able to see all the kingdoms in a moment's notice. All the kingdoms, the lust of the eyes, right? Look at this. Look what he go get him with this time. Look at it. And, oh, and he took him to Jerusalem and set him on a pin, uh, pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, you are the son of God. Throw yourself down from here for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you and there on, on their hands will, will, uh, sorry, <clears throat> they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, it is said, you shall not put the Lord God to the test. And when the devil had ended his every temptation, he departed from him until a, a opportune time. So even say, even Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was tempted with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. He took Jesus, the lust of the flesh. He was hungry, right? He was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. He was hungry. Showed him a rock. He turned his rock into bread. You could do it. You're the son of God, right? The lust of the flesh. Hungry, want to feed the flesh. The lust of the eyes, he took him up and saw all the kingdoms in a moment's time. Saw all the kingdoms from all the ages, right? I'll give these to you, right? I give these to you. The lust of the eyes. Everything that you see here will be yours, right? And then he took Jesus, he took Jesus on a high temple, a part of the temple, right? He says, jump off. I mean, you're the son of God. God wouldn't let you fall. Won't you hurt yourself, let you hurt yourself, right? The pride of life. All that is in the world. Remember men, heroes, we have to fight against. We have to fight. We have to contend for the faith. You have to be a good soldier. We have to make war against our captors, our oppressors, which is Satan, the world, 
all that's in the world in our flesh let's get into our flesh I went to first John already let's go to Colossians chapter 3 Colossians chapter 3 sorry sorry Colossians chapter 3 here we go and it says put to death put to death therefore what is earthly in you sexual immorality impurity uh, impurity passion evil desires and covetousness which is idolatry on account of these the wrath of God is coming in these you too once walked when you were away when you were all up uh, sorry when you lived in them but now you must put them away anger wrath malice slander and obscene talk from your mouth do not lie to one another seeing that you have put off the old self and its practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator your flesh your flesh is the third oppressor i can't say that word right the third captor the thing that's holding you down satan the world and the flesh see we must be contentious we must be willing to fight i think it's in uh, one of the peters i was reading and it says be be bold and be willful be bold and be willful might be one of the peters and one of the johns i was reading this morning might have been uh be bold and be willful we must be willing to contend for the faith you must be willing to fight a good fight you must be willing to be willing to suffer as good soldiers you must be willing to set captives free you must be willing to do that because if people are in captivity in the system and we want to help them escape the system the world i mean satan the world in our flesh is not going to let go that easy it's not going to be an easy release of that prisoner we have to continuously fight the passivity that's in us. We have continuously to fight the urge to just not read the Bible. We have to continue, continuously fight our, our, our fleshly urges, our fleshly desires, just like James said. Don't say if you are tested, you're tested, you're tempted by God. Sorry. Don't say you are when you're tempted, you're tempted by God. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. We have to make we have to continually put on our new selves we have to continually take up our cross and follow jesus christ it's a continual fight it's a continual contention it's a continual battle between flesh and spirit because the flesh don't want the spirit to reign in the spirit the holy spirit don't want the flesh to reign so it's a continual battle what we have to worry about is when there is no fight when there is no battle on the inside i promise you men if there is no battle if there is no fight if there is no contention on the inside of you you are already lost you are already lost it's over but there's hope in jesus christ 
See, he came to set the captives free. He came to open up blind eyes. He came to give liberty to the oppressed. He came to preach the gospel, the, the saving work of Jesus, of himself. He came to do that to the poor in spirit, which is everyone who don't know Jesus. He came to do that. But the Satan and the world and our flesh is not going to let go without a fight. And you have to be willing to, to fight. And it's easy to fight Satan. You know, not easy. Let me put it. It's easy to notice Satan's work at times. He's a insidious creature. An insidious being. Right? But sometimes it's easy to pick him out. But he works not only through obvious things, right? Because he's insidious, he works in subtle ways. He works in world systems that you end up agreeing with, rah, rah, rah with, and you realize, oh man, I don't line up with the word. And I want to give you a clean definition, a clean definition of what the world means. So Satan and the world, the world is any system or any belief that doesn't line up with the book. I'm talking about political beliefs. I'm talking about social justice um, um, ideologies. I'm talking about if it doesn't line up with the book, you got to put it away. Because the Bible says if you love the world, if you love anything that doesn't line up with the book properly, if you love anything that doesn't line up with the book properly, the love of the Father is not in you. The book, it has to line up with the word of God. It has to line up. Anything that does, any belief, any system, any anything that doesn't line up with the word of God is the world. Is the world. Right? You can't we can't be in love with things that don't line up with the word of God. Our flesh, our old man, our old man does not want to let go. The Bible describes it's a war within your body, it's a war within your members. It's a war. It's always a tug. Always you wake up in the morning tugging and pulling and, 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 and all that. It's always a war. But are you willing to rage against the machine? Are you willing to escape the system? And in Timothy, it says not only have you been taught to escape the system, right? Are you willing to teach others to escape the system? See, Satan don't want you reading this word. The world wants you to put down this word to debate them on their turf. The flesh looks at this Bible and calls it boring. Why is that? Why is it? Because this, the word of God, Jesus Christ is the only way to escape the system. Is the only way to be truly free. The word of God. Thy word is true. In the beginning was the word and the word was with, with God and the word was God. The word of God, Jesus Christ, is the only way to really rage against the machine. Really call yourself a soldier of the Lord. The only way. So are you willing, heroes, are you willing to rage against the machine? Not only for you, but for your family. See, Satan wants your wife. He wants to destroy your wife. Satan wants to destroy your son. Satan wants to destroy your daughters. Satan wants to destroy you. 
And are you willing to rage against the machine? Are you willing to fight Satan? with the word of God? Are you willing to fight the world and their ideologies and every ideology that don't line up? Even if it doesn't make you feel comfortable. Every ideology. Are you willing to fight against the organization Black Lives Matter, but not the, the sentiment, the sentences make sense, but the organization is evil. Are you willing to love like and give the gospel to and show love and not beat up and not all that, the OGBTQRSTUVWXYZ community, but not affirm their behavior. You cannot walk, that's the world. That's the world system. Are you willing to fight until you are suffering? See y'all, y'all think suffering is just being blocked on Twitter. It's just being Facebook uh, locked down and they have to fact check you. Bro, that's not real suffering. That's not real suffering. There's people overseas losing their heads for the gospel. There's little girls watching their fathers die, begging. Hey, hey, there's a story I read in the book of martyrs where a man was being about to be shot in front of his family and he and all they said was disavow, disavow jesus and we'll let you go disavow jesus and we'll let you go his family said no don't do it his family wanted to contend for the faith wanted to fight for the faith even to the point of death are we willing to do that man i'm telling you the only way to rage the machine if you're willing to do what jesus did he died on the cross for our sins are we willing to die on our cross daily to worship god to stand on his word are we really are we truly ready to stand against the machine and be called a good soldier are we truly ready because that means we're going to have to fight a war on three fronts with the power of the almighty God behind us and inside of us and in front of us and before us. See, it's already the Satan is already defeated. The world is already defeated. Our flesh is already defeated, but it does not mean that we don't have to battle. Does that mean we can sit down on our laurels? It doesn't mean that. It means we must contend for the faith. And the way you contend, brothers, the way you contend, heroes, is with the sword of the spirit. With the shield of faith. With the belt of truth. With walking in peace. With the helmet of salvation. But you have to, you have to learn how to use this Bible. We have to step it up with biblical literacy. We have to learn how to read and how to apply, not just hear the word of God. It's not good enough for you just to go to church on Sundays. It's not good enough for you to pick up a sermon online. It's not good enough for you to tweet a good scripture here and there. It's not good enough. You have to protect your family to really raise up soldiers in the Lord, to really uh, uh, set captives free, to really escape the system. You have to renew your mind. By the word of God. You have to you have to step up your sword game. You have to step up your sword game. You have to step it up. You have to pray to the Lord for wisdom. And you have to believe beyond a belief 
that this word is true. You have to gird your loins up with the truth. You have to gird, you have to walk in peace. You have to do all things, all these things to rage war against the system. There is no other way. Let's recap. We have to contend for the faith. I'm looking at my notes here. We have to contend for the faith. And because it's contend, we have to rage a good warfare. We have to fight a good fight. We have to be, and as all this is done while being good soldiers of Jesus Christ, who we're fighting against. Just like Jesus, we are raging a war against captors and oppressors. The things that are keeping us captive, what are those things? That good, I'm glad you asked. Satan is one of those things. Look at Ephesians chapter 6. Our, the world is one of those things. Look at John, John chapter 1. The flesh is one of those things that we have to wage war against. Look at Colossians chapter 3. And it's because as Jesus fought and contended for us, to be free by his death and resurrection and ascension into heaven as Jesus died for our sins so we can be free from the torment of hell, from the rage that is coming for those who do not believe. We also are empowered by Jesus Christ, empowered and entrusted with this mission to set captives free. And the way we do that is through the gospel, through the word of God. And I don't care if it's street preaching. I don't care if it's through song. It could through, be a, through a comic book. It could be whatever. As long it could be through relationships, eating dinner with somebody. I don't care what you have to do to get them safe because hell is real and it has no exit. We have to do whatever we have to do. Not to affirm their behavior. No, 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 no. No, not to applaud them in their nonsense. No, 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 no. But to teach them in the ways of the Lord. To give an answer, to contend, to fight the good fight of faith. We have to do whatever is in our power through the word of Jesus Christ, through the Bible, to do whatever we have to do to get people to hear the gospel. Because that's the only way that could be they could be set free. We as Christians, we as Christian men, we have to contend for the faith. That means for the sake of our families, for the sake of our families, for the sake of our households. We have to be. We have to contend for the faith for our wives, for our children, for our churches. We have to be good soldiers for the sake of of Jesus Christ to save, to help, to deliver, to escape the system. We have to rage against the machine. And that's all I got to say about that. Until next time, heroes, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong out there. Wa-pow!